genre. where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we're here back with another banter episode. Um, yeah, so uh, it's going to be a little fun, chill uh, hangout, talk about Star Wars. Tim, I um, love, I, I, when we first pitched the show, the idea of doing like every other, not every other Thursday, but like alternating between banter episodes and deep dives, I was like, we could just deep dive. Like, I'd be down to just deep dive every time. And now that we've been doing this for like six, seven months, I'm like, ah, the banter episodes are are fantastic. I'm so happy they're in our schedule because I'm not always ready to just jump into whatever the next topic is. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think if I was doing a deep dive every every other week, I'd be pretty burnt out on Star Wars. Yeah, I don't think I'd have time to get through everything. And I think that yeah. was our concern when we originally pitched the show. But like, now that we've been doing it a while, I'm really grateful for it. I think it was a really good idea. Yeah, it was good. I hope yeah. people enjoy listening to them. Yeah, or I actually, I hope people enjoy listening to the show at all. Yeah, um, that's also <laughs> true. That's very true. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, or yeah, just Spotify. Or shoot us a else. hello, too. Yeah, anything. Yeah, seriously. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're back talking just general Star Wars. There's been, uh, yeah. we're kind of sparse Star Wars news, but... Uh, things are There's starting to ramp things. up. Um, it's almost like there was some sort of global pandemic last year and everything kind of got everything put on hold. pushed back, huh? Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll talk about the Star Wars news that's come out and uh, and, you know, just kind of riff on Star Wars. Uh, yeah, and then I'm down for this. In two weeks, we're back with another deep dive. I'm um, hyped for the next deep dive, Tim. I'm which, so excited. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to. But um yeah, so uh, have you consumed any Star Wars lately? Have I consumed any? Not other than the thing we are talking about in two weeks. Yeah. I have not really consumed any new Star Wars. Um, I've yeah. been very slowly watching Clone Wars in the background of like okay. everything else going on in my life because I'm following a different podcast that's doing a Clone Wars rewatch right now. You're cheating and, on me uh, with another podcast. I am cheating on you with another Star Wars. There's that's so true. many Star Wars podcasts, Tim. And sometimes I'm like, what are the competition? Not they're not competition. What are the other Star Wars folks doing? Yeah. Um, I originally wanted to do a podcast that would have gone in order through every Clone Wars episode. Wow. But then yeah. I saw that someone was like already like there's always six, there was like six seasons deep and they were doing a good job. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's let, let them do it. Um, it's exactly the thing. But that's yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm listening to a show called More Civilized Age okay. from some folks who do Waypoint Radio and Friends at the Table, which are podcasts that I very much enjoy. Okay, And uh, so those guys have gathered and been going through that show. I think they're the same sort of thing we are. Every other week they have episodes where they go through a couple of episodes of Clone Wars, and I've okay. been enjoying it. Um, so I'm watching season two right now, but that's all I've consumed. Oh, uh, no, I finished Ronin. I I'm going to start the second Timothy Zahn novel, Thrawn Ascendancy, Greater Good, this week because uh, next Tuesday, uh, the third and final book of this current trilogy, Thrawn Ascendancy, Lesser Evil, comes out. Right. So. I do not think I was aware that the Thrawn books were like a series of Thrawn books and that yeah. multiple had come out already. They're like sets of trilogies. So you have yeah. there's Timothy Zahn did like that original trilogy way back in the day. And then yeah. when canon changed, he's got a new trilogy that's Thrawn with the Empire. And then this trilogy, Thrawn Ascendancy, which is him in the Chiss Ascendancy before coming to the Empire. Oh, gosh. And uh, that's also been pretty good. So it's like uh, very different because it takes place in the outer like outer rim. And right. So it's like it, it's like uh, you've got the prequel to Rebels and then the prequel yes. to the prequel. Yes. To Rebels. That is annoying. It's very silly, but yeah. also like. Thrawn's still out there. Like, we know because of the Ahsoka appearance in Mandalorian that Thrawn is still doing stuff. So we might get 
another well, trilogy. We don't later. know that Thrawn is still doing stuff. Presumably, we Thrawn know still that doing Ahsoka stuff. thinks Thrawn is, is looking, still doing. Yes, yeah. okay, that is true. I will, I will concede this point. Um, but I hope Thrawn's still doing stuff. Give me more Thrawn, please. I don't know. It's don't want- it would be totally up Star Wars Alley to be like. Um, oh man, I hate when I get lost. I want to find myself in Star Wars Alley. Um, <laughs> but no, it would be it would be totally uh, within the nature of Star Wars if uh, you have uh, you know someone who think you know you, everyone thinks it's Thrawn and you know it's actually like someone else uh, pretending to be Thrawn or um, trying to use his use his clout. I- don't want this, but you no. saying that made me think like season one of Ahsoka is all about like, let's find Thrawn. And then the final episode, they get to where Thrawn is and it's like Ezra Bridger or someone it's, else. Someone totally unrelated. It's Babu Frick working Babu a Thrawn Frick. <laughs> That would be fantastic. Um, I people would riot, dude. I don't be know. So mad. I don't know. Do people people? A lot of people love Babu Frick. <laughs> that you're right. You're right, but also the people who the people who have been Thrawn fans since the 90s would be so mad. Yeah, well, they need to get over it because. Big mad. First of all, Babu Frick, Thrawn puppet is my. That's the episode. That's like the, we've named it already. Uh, they they need to get over it because first of all, they're grown adults. That's true. If they've been that fans since the 90s, and uh, two, those books are still around. They're still there. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a complete Go story. Read them. They're it's great. three books. Yeah. They're great. Uh, it's time for Bab this is Babu Frick's age. So <laughs> Thrawn had the nineties. This is Ooh. You know, that's actually interesting too, because that implies that Babu Frick is like pretty old when we see him in Rise of Skywalker. Well, every species ages differently, right? That's true. That's very true. What if Babu um, Frick shows up in like a High Republic book and he's like 300 years old? Yeah, I mean, the fact that we just like, I, I mean, say what you want about Rise of Skywalker. It's not my favorite movie, but everyone loved by Babu Frick. Everyone's like, oh, I like the. I agree with you. Babu liked, Frick is great. Everyone liked Babu Frick and they liked Dio. Dio's also great. Yeah. Like those are the two. Star Wars is very good at minor characters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love uh, what's his name? Claude. Oh, yeah, Claude, Claude who somehow is, like, doing maintenance on the Falcon with no arms. It's great. Right, right. Yeah, Claude's one of my faves. Um, Uh. But, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Claude is, like, for for those who are, it's kind of a background character, but he's just, like, one, like, he's kind of looks like a worm, but he's not a worm. He stands upright. Doesn't he Um, have, like, he's, like, He's got, like, little tentacles on his face. Yeah, on his head? On his, yeah, his head. Yeah. Um, yeah, give I me, love his name, just Claude. Yep, he's got like he the normal no Star name. Wars name. He's he's German. Um, he's Claude. Um, yeah, he's great. Uh, yeah, give me Claude a Star Wars story. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, Ella uh, asked a Star Wars story. Oh, a Bednado's. Uh, just a give me uh, an Bednado's story. That'd be cool. Or just like a movie full of a Bednado's. Yeah. It just takes place in the Abednado, Abednado home world, and it's just all Abednos, baby. Yeah. There would have to be so much Beastie Boys in that movie. <laughs> just tons of Beastie Boys. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. For those who it. don't know, most, not all, but al- almost all Abednados in canon are named as some sort of Beastie Boys reference. Yeah. It's you ridiculous. Eloasti, you have Slow and Low, you have... Uh, I don't remember all the different names, but there's they're all. Yeah, I don't remember them. Most all of them are Beastie Boys references, which is which is good. It's very funny. Um, kind of dumb, but Star Wars is kind of dumb. Star Wars is kind of dumb. We'll talk about this next week. Yeah. I we've done we've discussed this in the past. I love when Star Wars is dumb. Please give me more dumb Star Wars. I like I like a balance. Yeah, I think um, I think having I think the fact that dumb Star Wars exists really like helps curb my expectations when it comes to like other star wars content right because i know that it has the potential to be dumb and i can i can sort of like let go of my like critical desire for everything to be prestige star wars or whatever right like uh, at, at their base they're very much like 
they're they're kind of children's stories, right? Yeah. Like yeah. And that's why I, I don't care for like. I mean, this is going to get a lot of people, especially me being the video game. Sure. Star Wars person. I do not care for like Force Unleashed. I think I've it never went, played it. I think it went like way too like, oh, we're edgy. It's a product of its time, which is like mid 2000s. Everything needs to be dark and gritty. Sure. And I just don't think Star Wars needs to be all dark and gritty. You know, you have I, to have humor in there. Like there has to be that balance. Yeah. Like you can have, you know, Luke talk about how. The Jedi as an order were failures and they produced Darth Sidious and, you know, trained yeah. Darth Vader. But then you have to cut to Porgs almost shooting themselves um, in the yeah. face with a it's lightsaber. Amazing. You know, uh, um, I was talking to a friend of mine recently who when the I guess we should we could get into like some new stuff. There is a rumor that is uh, reporting by Hollywood Reporter that Hayden Christensen is going to be in the Ahsoka Tano show. And I'm very much looking forward to the potential return of Hayden Christensen in any capacity in Star Wars. Right. And uh, my my friend was like, oh, well, I don't really like him as like Anakin Skywalker. I think he's too whiny. And I'm like, have you seen Luke in the first movie? Like whiny is what the Skywalkers do. Yeah. A hundred percent. I like father, like son, like <laughs> I, I I get it. And he's, I like it. Luke spends basically the whole first movie with his mouth kind of hanging open. Yeah. Confused. Doing, being Out whiny. Element, really, you Being know? like, you know, being annoying. Annoying to Han Solo. Annoying to like. I don't think it's it until he's in the cockpit of the X-Wing in that first movie that he's like in control in any capacity. Well, he's not annoying anyone because he's by himself in a small That room. is also true. Except yeah. for R2. He. He he I turned mean, on R2, his computer R2, that also distra- that 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 is upsetting to the people that are watching him. The, R2 the gets literally fried. R2 he R- does. Luke is the worst. Like he gets promoted to commander after uh, Star Wars, right? He's yeah. the worst leader. He's a it's, terrible leader. Why? Yeah. Um. He his only like his only command during the Battle of Hoth is like hang on back there. Uh, he does come up with and he the, dies, like Dak dies too. Yeah, Dak dies. R two dies, um, and then like after that, he gets promoted to general. Like after his co co pilot dies, does, and he that's the thing. Yeah, he does like in each movie. There's like one good important moment where they're like, "Oh, this proves you're worthy of command." But like the first one was just like, oh, he just happened to be the person that shot the proton torpedo to destroy the Death Star. Like, right. The only good leadership thing Luke does in the first movie is tell Wedge to get out of here. Yeah. There's no good. He's no good That's back it. there. That's, That's good it. leadership. He um, saved Wedge's life. Save Wedge. Um, but then. And he really screws up Battle of Hoth. The only, he really does. I mean, as a leader, he does. He does some awesome stuff as like an individual soldier. He destroys a whole AT-AT by himself. But he's not like commanding troops. Right, right, right. But like, so that's what I'm saying is like, he does cool stuff like as a soldier. Yeah. But he's not like, like Dak gets blown up and then he basically has to tell, he comes up with the idea for the tow cable, which is good. This is the thing that you know. I think is really interesting. This is um, this is the thing that I think is really interesting about Leia's relationship with Poe Dameron, right? Because she's trying to train him for command, but he's clearly not command material when, at least when uh, Last Jedi begins, because he gets his entire squad killed. Right. That entire bombing run is gone, and it's you can't in a time win when, a you, war when, when if every you're sacrificing is, all your pieces. Yeah. yeah, for one dreadnought, like. You know, he's he got so goal oriented without thinking about, you know, Pyrrhic victories and all exactly. that. Exactly. But exactly. that's I mean, I can get I can stand up here we and talk go about on Last Jedi for, all yeah. day. But basically, that's in my opinion, The Last Jedi is a movie about failure, about how to deal with failure. Because Tim, we just do a Last Jedi episode eventually. Yeah, we eventually. should just like put that off and do it as like um, some special bonus at some point. But every single character, like main character in that movie has to deal with failure somehow. Oh, it's so good. I love and it's how you how you deal with it. Um, and that's what Yoda's trying to say. That's what Rose is trying to say. Like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like you, you've got all. I don't know. I love that movie. Me um, too. Sorry, so, BRB. Yeah. We can do this podcast later. I just got to go watch Last Jedi right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, Luke Luke eventually figures out, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is you know obviously Yoda's help. It's but, about more than just me. Right. And you know, yeah, failure is part of it. I shouldn't when I fail, I should you know not necessarily retreat and cut myself off from the world like my, both my masters did. Uh huh. Um. Although Obi Wan arguable, uh, I don't think he was. Yoda was for sure. Yoda, Yoda cut himself off. Yoda cut him. I mean, Obi was still doing something. Yeah. Um, God, I'm sad for that Obi Wan tra- uh, Obi Wan show to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be good. Rumor is trailer might be coming soon. Yeah, that'd be not good. soon enough for this. Um, episode, my guess but... would be sometime towards the end of December. Well, uh, well, like once Probably the marketing cycle. Boba, yeah, once right? the marketing cycle yeah. for Boba. That makes sense. Kind of, kind of ramps starting to. Ramp Are they doing down. production for Mandalorian season three yet? I do not believe so. No, I don't think so either. Um, I, I think heard anything this is, about it. Boba Fett is taking its place for now. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Speaking of that, we did have a trailer for Book of Boba Fett. We did Book of Boba Fett trailer dropped. Uh, what'd you think uh, of the trailer? I think the trailer's kind of cool. Um, I want more. The trailer's kind of short. It's mostly this. Well, good thing we're of... going to get a whole show. Uh, you're right. I know. Uh. I know. Most of this trailer is is um, a, a roundtable discussion with Boba and Fennec and the people who used to be chiefs captains. The cap- uh, captains, yeah. Under Kappa uh, regimes. Yeah, under uh, under Jabba the Hutt. I'm very curious about like Jabba ran. His part of the we don't know. I don't know how extensive the Hut Cartel is anymore. Like what? How expansive is Jabba's particular control of the criminal underworld? Um, what happened to Crimson Dawn after the death of Maul? Like, I'm so curious. Oh, we see like, what happened gonna get... to Crimson Dawn. In the is that a bit like comic stuff? Yeah. The, oh, the it's ba- the War of the Bounty Hunter, Hunter, Hunter stuff is about their resurgence. Okay. Um, okay. I should look into that. I am so curious about like what it's fine. How the construction of this stuff? Well, yeah. Even if like the stories themselves aren't good, I'm just in, I'm just so curious about like how those pieces move around and like where where things stand as far as like organized crime at the time of Book of Boba. Oh yeah, and I think it's just uh, an opportunity to do something real cool that really yeah. focuses on that um, because it's like kind of solo had an opportunity to do that and then didn't quite do it. And then I was I, hoping for a solo sequel to get into that stuff, before, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, we're not going to get that. Um, we might get a, a Disney plus something or other. Oh, we're getting Lando. That's right. We're getting Lando. Yeah, um, that's true. That'll be good. But uh, I was really hoping, I remember before Last Jedi came out, um, I was really hoping they would do something with the fact that like First Order's main base had been destroyed but also the New Republic had basically been destroyed with Hosni yeah. Prime. So basically there were no, like, there was no order. There's like, no, no systems of government. In yeah, in the galaxy. So I was like, this would be a cool time to, like, really take the galaxy and do, like, an organized crime. Yeah, like, especially because, whole... like, all the planets are on their own now. Right. Each yeah. individual planetary so you, you governmental still, body you, has to learn how to Right. You don't have any solo. official governments of the of of the galaxy, but you have intercollected black market yeah. dealers and supply yep. chains and uh you do have sources of order kinda all over the galaxy that are that would be wanting to take over. Um and I would have loved that, but obviously that is not the direction. When does does Galaxy's Edge take place in this period between yes it takes place between episode eight and episode okay. nine. So oh, okay it is the plot of galaxy's edge and that sounds funny but there is a plot to galaxy's edge yeah is that the uh so it's after the decimation of hosnian prime the resistance needs recruits so ray and uh poe and chewbacca are on batu looking for recruits for the resistance. Okay. Um, and Kylo Ren and the first order have tracked, uh, you know, the resistance. I was just asking there because are, are like changing. I feel like Hondo is in a good position to do something in. I wonder if like, 
I would love to see Hondo in Book of Boba. I would love to see Hondo in Book of Boba. Um, That would be amazing. Yeah, he would Um, be a good fit. Yeah, I'm so curious about. I guess I guess we have to wait until we eventually get stuff that takes place after Rise of Skywalker, because I don't think that there there's no time to form a new galactic government during the sequel trilogy. No, it it happens too quick. It happens so fast. Um, but to be fair, they don't really deal with that in the original trilogy either. No, they just blow up the Death Star and say we're good. And then the aftermath books in canon. That's true. Take care of that. Um, but we haven't even gotten any books that take place after that yet. No, no. Well, like, it'll be there's nothing. It'll be a while. They're still filling in that whole 35 year gap between Jedi and even that is taking a really long time for them. to. They're kind of playing in different eras, which it makes sense. It's 35 years like there's different. You kind of have the Mandalorian area, which is the first like five or seven years. Um, Yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing. Like the TV shows are currently covering the first little chunk of like post Return of the Jedi. And and the aftermath book took place like even before that yeah but they let chuck wendig go so there's not going to be more of like i don't know if someone else is taking up like writing stories in that time period yeah but i'm just saying is like that was the that was that time period that's true uh same with bloodlines bloodlines takes place during that time and so does battlefront too yes during that period true it's like there's little eras of yeah, I just I'm I'm so curious to see if like High Republic seems to have been doing well over this last year. And this is a concerted group of what, six authors that are just writing stuff in this time period 200 years ago. Yeah. And I'm curious to see if we're going to eventually get like, well, this is the whatever you call that era between Return of the Jedi and and Force Awakens. There's going here's the group of people that are working on stories in this time period. I guess that's Dave Filonian. And yeah, but I, my John point Favreau, is, it, Robert, it's Robert not Rodriguez. just one section; it's multiple sections. In, There's so many there. things to fill in. Yeah, because resistance takes place towards the end. That's more of a. That's not like during the. Yeah, and that's yeah, still between right. the two, but it's you know it's it's a different Barely. section. It's of mostly it. yeah. during for well, it becomes during Force Awakens. In the yeah, Super so it's like tail end one. Yeah, so there's like a good twenty years 20, that we just don't know anything about. Yeah, Nothing. Yeah, like 25 years, or there's just, we don't know anything in between. So, um, we'll see, I guess. Uh, there what, is... What well, in yeah. the Book of in the book of Boba trailer? I, we're still on that. Sure, yes. Book uh, of Boba. What, what in there... There were a bunch of things in there that I was really excited about. Um, Tim, it, you know what I want to talk about. You, Yeah, the same thing I want to talk about. Uh, the Can Bomar you talk about monks. the Bomar monks, please? Yeah, the Bomar monks show up Tell in the first... Tell people about the Bomar monks, Tim. Uh, the Bomar monks are uh, a group, an order... That uh-huh. believe that um, the only way to become enlightened is to detach themselves from all physical, from all of the physical world. So uh, the most enlightened monks become brains in a jar. Yeah. So that they can't, like, have any of their senses. Carried around by spider robots. Yeah. Uh, which I love that. Uh, it's so the they were, first thing you see in this trailer. It's the it's first great. thing you see in this trailer. It's one of the earliest things you see in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. When uh, 3PO and R2 get in Jabba's palace. But in canon, it is uh, the Jabba's palace is their monastery. And I guess yeah. he just moved in and they're just cool. cool Still with there? It. They're just cool with it. And he's I like, guess. he says in, in the Wikipedia, it says he enjoys their grotesque appearance, which I love that. Yeah. I think that's why most of my friends keep me around. Uh, but <laughs> that, um, Tim, come on now. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, I, I really enjoy them. I think they're really cool. They're really cool. Um, please, I'm just gonna, li- this, my, I just might use a picture of the Bomar monk for yeah, this episode. They're, they're great. It's so good. Um, but, um, so yeah, the Bomar monks are awesome. Other things that I saw in there, uh, if an Athorian using a translator. <gasps> yeah, the Athorian that's talking uh, to Boba, who says that he heard, is he the one who says he heard differently about him being a bounty yeah, hunter? Yes and no. Um, he's using a translator in that scene. Yeah, if you yeah, watch, yeah, you see him, but you so hear him in, in basic. He's saying it, and then someone is translating for him. So cool because you can hear his little like. I love Athorian so much because they they talk out of the. Yeah, we got to go to. We talked about the Athorians in the when we did the episode about the. Tootie Clone Wars show. 
Yeah. Because oh, there's there the, the Ithorian, Ithorian uh, Jedi who could do the cool thing where he could yeah, like with his, yeah, it's blast awesome. people away with his voice. It was rad. Yeah. I want to um, see that. Someone please do that in Bo- Book of Boba. I want yeah. that guy to do that in Book of Boba. <laughs> yeah. Um, also in there, um, the very opening scene with Boba, it looks like he's his helmet is being handed to him by like a pit droid. Yeah. So we have another return of the pit droids. I liked I them the in droids. Mandalorian as well. Every time they show up. Yeah, they were they're great. Um Oh yeah, they work with Amy Sedaris' character yeah, in yeah. Mandalorian. Um Yeah, so that that's fun. Um and then all the all the aliens and everything, and then just seeing Boba just on the throne. Boba. I just, and <sighs> I'm glad they're really going with the like I'm glad they didn't if you just watched the the Mandalorian show, you could kinda take away from it like, oh, he's a good guy now. He's just but like this show's going, no no no. He was no. helping out because that's his code. It's he in still his has a code. He's got things to do. Um, yeah, you know. So, yeah. I don't know. I think. I think I'm excited. He's for straight it. up. He kills a dude in this trailer. But it's a bad dude. We Luke, don't know that. Luke kills lots of dudes that are. That's just also like those true. Who, You're not wrong. <laughs> um. But yeah. I I just uh I like Boba Fett a lot, and like. There are a lot of people. I think I'm I'm approaching Boba in in like a different perspective, like not perspective, but direction. Like there are a lot of people who just love Boba, who've loved Boba since like since like Empire and Jedi. But like, I think Clone Wars really sold me on Boba because we get to see him as like a young kid and see just how like smart and respected he is, and just like. You get a sense of like his attitude. And so seeing him now as like a grown man. Re not. Yeah. Like taking control in like a real way. In a way that's more than just like, oh, I run a gang of bounty hunters and outlaws or whatever. I mean, I guess that's still the case, but it's like a bigger scale, right? We've like he's he's scaled up and like that's going to be really cool to see like how that plays out. Yeah. And I'm still not convinced Boba Fett is. Super cool. Like I liked him in uh the couple scenes he had in, in Mandalorian. Yeah. But I mean it doesn't change the fact that the only thing he does in the original trilogy is like get accidentally killed by a blind man. You're not wrong. Um You're not wrong. So it's it's like it's one of those things where I was like, maybe it's he just he's been overhyped for years just because his armor's really cool. Yeah, I think that that's why Dave Filoni's done such a big job. Like I think that I think that Clone Wars did a lot of heavy lifting and showing that like, no, this is a competent kid. Right, he's right, gonna right. grow up into be a competent man. Because, because yeah, Django even in the original in the movie that he shows up in does way cooler stuff than yeah Boba. His does. whole fight with Obi Wan is awesome. Yeah, and that's that's all way cooler than anything Boba Fett does in the original. Boba trilogy. Fett as like a child comes closer to like murdering a Jedi on his own than I think we see anyone else. Yeah, he like nearly bl- he very nearly blows up. Uh, Mace Windu, if it weren't for intervention by, I don't know, a call to the bridge. The Force saved him. I don't know. Oh. You mentioned earlier Hayden Christensen might be back in Ahsoka. Yeah! How do you feel about that? I I don't know how they're going to do it, but I can only hope they're bringing him back with spider legs like Maul. Ah! You just want everyone to have spider legs, Tim. If you bring them back, I think it should be a Star Wars rule that they have to have spider legs now. Um... So he'll kind of come back with spider legs. Uh, I don't think. Wow. I was about to say, I was about to say, I don't think they're going to bring him back from the dead because they burned the body, but he's been burned before. So exactly. Uh, no, my prediction is that either he's coming back in like a flashback capacity, but the thing I really want is actually force ghost Anakin, like both talking those, with Ahsoka. I want like, those are the easy safe way out. <laughs> you just remember want if legs. you choose the quick and easy path forever, will it dominate your destiny? <gasps> Bring him back with spider legs. Okay. Um, so the reason I brought that up was because I've been thinking, what if they brought Mace Windu back in Boba with spider Fett legs. with spider legs? Okay. Yeah, he could come back. He could come he, back. He was like known for like being like sort of more gray. Like his fighting style is one that is more aggressive than Jedi usually and it's, use. The time so maybe, period's about right. Like maybe he's falling. Sam Jackson's a little bit older. Yeah. And uh. You know, Mace Windu would be a little bit older. Uh, 
like yeah it would it would work out uh so bring bring back mace windu and book a boba fett you know with spider like mace windu showing up to be like an antagonist to boba fett someone who can't let go of the past that happened the fight that he lost or whatever yeah. uh mirroring Maul showing back up and just constantly being like, Kenobi is something that I'm really a fan of now that I'm thinking about it. I was um, I was just talking with a friend uh, the other day uh, about Star Wars. I'm I'm cheating on your with Star Wars talk <gasps> with another friend. How dare you? Yeah. Um, and we were talking about how funny it is to imagine Sam Witwer doing a like vocal performance for all of Maul's lines in phantom menace oh wow yeah because sam witwer really like chews the scenery and like and like he's so good in mall in the in the cartoon in in clone wars and just how funny he would be to be like at last we will reveal ourselves that would be so good but it's like it's that's not at all how ray park i know that i know that disney would not do this now that they're in control but like Phantom Menace Special Edition. How does that not exist? That has to exist, right? It does. I don't think it does. Sam I'm pretty sure does, it doesn't. Sam we would does Star Wars did. stuff all the time. Like, he's always streaming on Twitch. Like, he's doing... That could be cool. I bet you. You know, there probably is somewhere where he's done the Phantom Menace dialogue for Maul. Yeah, I don't if know. If not, we... People should at him on Twitter or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure Maybe he's don't done do it that, or someone's but... told him to do it. But yeah, it's like, yeah, he's 100 percent like I love him. He's, he's great. great. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of funny. Like the like the mall character is very different than he is in the movie. But Clone Wars does that, too, with Anakin, because uh, yeah. the Anakin character in Clone Wars is very, very different diff- than Anakin in the movies, in my opinion. But um did we talk about? I, think he's I don't better. know if this come up on the podcast. I think it might. It must have come up at some point because I feel like this is something I talk about a lot. But aren't you the one? I think you showed me an interview with George Lucas once where he's talking about canon and talking about like different levels of what is like canon. And even the movies, he explains, even the movies are an interpretation of like the history of the Star Wars universe. And so, uh, you have like the the universe the galaxy that Star Wars exists in and the history that's happening and every story every book every comic every every movie is an interpretation of this like outside truth and so you could very easily like explain away differences in characteristics and mannerisms and things like that as oh well these are different people telling the story of what happened in the galaxy like we're not seeing footage from from the Star Wars universe. I think we're seeing some an interpretation stuff of that in canon to su- to support that, but I think too much has been done to basically say no, no, no. Like this is not this is legends. This is canon. Like there's yeah. too much that's officially I mean, been even done. Even that's to do that. getting even that's getting more blurry, right? Yeah. Because they've announced more. Oh, I didn't put this in our notes doc, but they've announced more books that they're going to be. Including in the next wave of essential legends. Yeah. Uh, things that they are deliberately drawing from. And that's going to be Kenobi. It's going to be Darth Plagueis. It's going to be. Yeah, I think isn't we, there that X-Wing Wedge story? Yeah, I think we talked about that last last time. Did but yeah. we? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it happened last month or this month. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Yeah, they have the essential legends. And no, I think but that's what just I, like an interesting. It's, they're still calling it legends. But I think the stuff that you would pull to support that is ray talking about how oh i thought luke skywalker was a myth it was a legend i uh, thought it was a myth and um, then you see the little kids playing with the star wars toys at the end of yeah last jedi. last jedi uh the other thing that i like the thing that i that i will maybe hold on to this little nugget of like oh this is a story being told to us by someone is uh there is a book called force collector that i think i've brought up on this podcast before that is about a kid. It takes place, I think, just before Force Awakens. And it's about a kid who possesses the Force, but is not particularly, like, strong in it. He's an, He is enough that he can get, like, Force memories from things. So he starts searching for the Jedi, 
and comes across different objects that tie back to the Skywalker saga. He finds like the staff of um, what is the planet Utapau? He okay. he finds the staff of the guy on Utapau that greets Obi Wan Kenobi. He finds the remote I think that Luke practiced on on the on the Millennium Falcon. He Which finds find the again. missing arm of C three PO. Ooh, and uh, Maz Kanata has it. And Kanata's just got everything. And he learns the entirety of the Star Wars saga. And that book ends. That book ends with him sitting down to write a chronicle. And he writes a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And that's where the book ends. And so I just I love the idea that everything we've ever seen in Star Wars is through the perspective of someone else. I hate that. I love it. You know why? Because he's it's establishes that he lives in the galaxy and then just decides that it's going to be a galaxy Actually, far, far I away. That's might, really forced. I think forced. Uh, no, I think it might just be a long time ago, dot, dot, dot. But like, that's the implication, right? Is like he's telling the story to others. Here's what happened. Yeah. Again, I don't think that fact still comes across as the same as like playing with the, the toys or. You're not. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Um, but I do like this. I do like I do like that we are getting everything that we everything in Star Wars that we see is rose tinted. Yeah, or tinted in some ways. Um, it's through a lens of someone else. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I mean, don't necessarily even, even buy Clone that Wars, it's right? all... Clone Wars having the the opening narrator who's like crisis on Christophsis like implies yeah. that this is a story being told to us and not history. Right. Or like chronicling that in a in some way. I like like I like a degree of separation in that media. And maybe that's because like the the I'm reading a fantasy series right now where the books exist in the world and I I love the idea of like narration is always unreliable. Always. I don't know. I, I I don't really buy it. I don't, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't I really fit for I me. I don't think that the. I don't think that anything in canon necessarily supports my theory, but I like yeah. it. Um, I just I would want it to see. You know, I think someone was there. If someone was in, explain away discrepancies. Yeah, but if someone was in, I think if it was someone, if we caught someone watching the end of Star Wars in the Star Wars universe, you'd have a different like argument. That's I think. also yeah. You know, you're not. Uh, you're not. You're not wrong. But. uh I was going to say. I mean, this is this is um, this is that advertisement in Solo for people to join the Empire that's playing the the Imperial March. Imperial March, yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, I made a Spotify playlist of all the diegetic music in in Star Wars, and that's that's one of them. Of course, Uh, it is. (laughs) It's great. uh, I can't even remember what I was trying to say. Sorry, we're like so off topic. Yeah, I was I had a a point with the um Yeah, I think if it was if it was something that was like, oh, you know, like let me uh like it's something inside the the Star Wars universe and we watched it then Yeah. Sure. But it just doesn't fit um I don't think man, I had a I had something to to back this up and it it, it keeps uh, getting that Boba Fett cartoon in the holiday special is diegetic. Spoilers. Spoilers for two weeks from now. Yeah. Happy early Life Day, guys. Yeah. Um. I mean, Life Day happens before the next episode drops. Yeah. So, so happy yeah. early Life Day, everyone. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We're doing holiday special next, guys. Yeah. Uh, so. Great. Yeah. Stay um, tuned. Yeah. I don't know. I. I don't. I don't necessarily. Uh, yeah, I just I just I, I I like to lean back on that as a like. Nothing is going to not every despite the work that the story group does, which is like important, incredible work to like try to keep everything cohesive. There's always going to be conflicts in the storytelling, right? Like the Ahsoka novel doesn't line up with season seven of Clone Wars. Like it just doesn't. Right. Um, and I the. The way I like that is more. I always talk about the Legend of Zelda. Now, the Legend of Zelda has an official timeline, and they say this is the official, like, when these happened, when the hero died in Ocarina of Time, then this timeline happened, and these games happened here. If he sure. survives... but even that's he, he all, like, fan... It doesn't... But, like, there's nothing official. You no, know, it's official in, like, Nintendo oh. released, like, a thing. Oh! 
but okay. Breath of the Wild, I don't think is. I don't know if they've uh, added that one yet. But um, I mean, yeah. presumably, Wind Waker takes place after everything else we've ever gotten and will ever get. Uh, I, I I think the fans are saying that it happens before, and there's like certain things that it's underwater. Everything's yeah, but, the, but it dries up uh, oh. because there's some. Oh. There's certain things like the Rito are in this one. That's, that's true. so are yeah. I don't know. That's true. Um, I thought. Yeah. Anyway, I, my point being. Sorry. That no, that makes none of that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, and that really, I think the way I think of the Legend of Zelda is literally that it's the legend. Yeah. Of Zelda. It's the retelling of a story over and over and over that, like a game of telephone, you keep certain. Mythology, right? Well, but yeah. So, staying on lead, staying on Zelda. Yeah, staying on Zelda. You have, you know, he's got his master sword. He's got his uh, Hyrulean shield, uh, and he's got uh, the princess is there, and she's very key to the whole story. The same story. Yeah, exactly. But but every culture has a different twist, sort of like the flood. um, Yes. Okay. Normal mythology. Yeah, so you yeah, have yeah. you have a story that is a key um, and then a retelling in, in Zelda. And I don't think Star Wars does enough. To, I don't like, do it well. Like, um, you know, have that. I wanted to do I pitched an episode a long time ago that I don't think is ever going to happen because it requires way more work than I'm willing to put in. <laughs> um, I pitched an episode about how. Like in real world mythology there are these big pillar moments well don't um, say never okay maybe brought, a, maybe eventually with I forgot this to bring i don't have an end date for this podcast i forgot to bring it well uh two weeks um, Oh shit! no, <laughs> no surprise um, everyone yeah happy life day uh <laughs> <laughs> no uh i brought home a book um uh-huh. that was on my coffee table when you were over last and i forgot to show oh. it to you but um it's talking exactly about all those points that you're bringing up. So all the pillars in myth and all that things that, yeah. So there, there are, there are things in mythology that occur across multiple religions and multiple cultures all around the globe. Like you were saying, like the flood, uh, the creation story, the end of the universe story, the, uh, Armageddon or whatever you want to call it. Like these are things that occur over and over and over again in mythology. I'm going to run and grab it. Yeah. And and this is also the same thing that happens over and over again in, like you're saying, Legend of Zelda, but also in Star Wars. Like the the thing about Star Wars is that, you know, when when uh, George Lucas was originally creating it, the thing that he did was uh, instead of following the normal three act structure, he decided that he was going to follow Joseph Campbell's like. Uh, hero with a thousand faces, the like typical stereotypical hero's journey. And it sort of changed the nature of the way that story is told. And you have a Star Wars versus them. Oh my God, Tim, I need this book so bad. Tim is showing me the magic of myth. Yeah. Star Wars, the magic uh, of myth. It's very cool. They they really like go through and compare different things to different like old stories. Wow. Um, like rescuing the princess. Um, I bought this. Well, I actually did not buy it. I made, I had no income at the time. Uh, I got it from the San Diego Museum of Art during an exhibition that was between September 25th, 1999 and January 2nd, 2000. Wow. (laughs) So it literally says on the cover. I'm trying to see. I literally had this book for almost 22 years. (laughs) Which is crazy. Um, it looks pretty good for having been that. But it's got some Macquarie stuff. It's got... Um, I would love... I would love to borrow this from you. Because... I don't think it's in print anymore. Uh, no, I think it was a companion to the art uh, art ex- exhibition. Yeah, that makes sense. I was trying to see if I could get it to the bookstore. Oh no! Yeah, I don't. But I, I can't. Think this was because I would. I would love just a copy for myself. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's very cool. Yeah, I, I definitely do, uh, will want it back because <laughs> no, that's fine. I've had. It I can since... get it on I the dreaded Amazon. Is it there on Amazon? I, I can get it for twenty seven dollars. Oh, it's there. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah that's cool. Um, yeah, because this is this is exactly what I'm talking about is like the the sort of Joseph Campbell view of Star Wars as a overarching um, mythology, right. an ongoing myth. But yeah, it's a it's a very cool book. I like that one. That was my. That's awesome. Um, that was my as a kid. I would always uh, go through that book and, and look through it. I loved it. That's super cool. Um, so yeah, uh, let's see. So we talked Book of Boba Fett. Uh, there is some Star Wars movie uh, sort of news, more sorta like news. more like lack thereof Un-news. news. Unnews. Yeah. Um, Rogue Squadron's been delayed indefinitely. Um, no reasons given. Um, but that was the Patty Jenkins film. Yeah. Um, I think it probably has something to do with the the Iatse strike, um, which yeah, didn't happen. But I think the it seems to me at least that there was no strike, but the concessions made kind of made everything get pushed back, which I think is a good thing. Let's instead of let's the alternate strategy of let's work them to death. Um, yeah. Let's give them a little bit more also, time. Patty I have Jenkins no idea. Just other really. stuff that she's working on also is from what I can see. Yeah, because Wonder but Woman three would, is apparently happening. I would assume that if they really wanted her, they would have you know, pushed for it. Pushed Fought. for it. Yeah. yeah. If they really needed, you know, a Star Wars movie to come out, but I think they're fine with. Um, there's like apparently did, that Taika Waititi thing happening, and there's also like a Kevin Feige project, right? There's a Kevin like Feige, and the the rumor that just came out what last week is that, or no, like a few days ago, a few days ago mm-hmm. was that Chloe Zhao, Chloe Zhao, will Zhao? be uh, yeah, yeah uh, she'll be directing that, but we won't, uh, we don't know. Yeah, that's not like officially confirmed, but is like I, on I would the dig table. that. Also, also, isn't. I have not heard anything about this in years, but isn't Ryan Johnson reportedly supposed to be doing more Star Wars stuff? Yeah, um, but he's like he takes forever. He's got his own stuff. He's doing Knives Out he, Two. Right he's going to write it also. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. It so takes a while. Be a while. Um, that's how he does his movies. Um, and they just said you can make a Star Wars. Basically, they didn't give him a release date or anything. Sort of like they did the Game of Thrones guys, but I don't think that's happening anymore. No, I think that got dropped after Game of Thrones flopped. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We'll see what happens, um, I guess. They announced a Q4 for, for Q4 of next year for, for Andor. Yeah, so which, that, that puts us in, like, June through September? No, that's, July through September or something like that? In that Q3? Uh well apparently apparently Disney's quarter system doesn't run like the rest of uh, the world does. They have a fiscal. I see. They have a fiscal. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's a fiscal year. So okay. uh, it says late summer twenty twenty two to mid autumn is when it's expected. Okay. Yeah, I see. Oh, that's good then. It also says it's it's only oh wait twelve episodes for Andor that'll eventually happen according to this article from Star Wars News Net. I'm going to link all these articles in the episode description. I've been doing yeah. that for banter lately. That's good. Yeah. Um, I think I'm excited for that. Me too. I I'm excited for Cassie and Andor. I liked um, Diego Luna and, and um, Alan Tudyk's relationship so much. And so I'm just really excited to get the two of them. Do you think, do you think Cassian's going to meet K2SO or like reprogram K2SO in the show? Or will they already be buddies when it starts? I hope they already are buddies. Me too. I don't want to deal with like a, a, a uniting the team arc necessarily. Yeah. yeah Especially I feel if we like... have 12 episodes. Like, don't introduce me to K2 in episode four or five. Like, that's too late. Yeah, I agree. Or even like, like, I don't want to have to deal with like the whole. Like, oh, like they don't trust each other because he was an imperial. Yeah, you know, don't, like, I don't want any of that. Yeah, it just that's too much. Just. Have them be Let buddies. Them be Have them be the, you know, bizarro Han and Chewie, you know? Yeah, exactly. Which I was just thinking the same. They yeah, should shower together. How. Yeah, have them shower together. I mean, I enjoy still take showers, but. I would love for a reason. They can take for, an oil bath. For, 
K2SO, this oil bath is going to feel so good. <laughs> um. Cassie's like, fine. If this is what I need to do for you to, to you to trust me. It's customary in uh, those Imperial Droid culture. droids cultures. Yeah. God, oh, I really, I still, my, right now, my dream Star Wars story that doesn't seem like it's ever going to happen is a I don't think I need a droid liberation story necessarily just give me like an off uh an outer rim like free droid planet like just give me droids being people and not slaves or objects Hmm. I like it. I want it so You want so the bad. geth. You want the geth, basically. I want the geth. Yeah. That's exactly what I want. Mass I want the geth. For those who, for, who are not gamers. Yeah. Um, yeah God, could you imagine if Star Wars droids got smarter and more capable when they were more gathered together? Well, I guess that's, I guess that's, I guess that's, that would make the Clone Wars droids way scarier. Yeah. We know like, they're idiots. Droids, okay. I I still think the uh, Confederation of Independent Systems was the more righteous cause in the Clone Wars. I think I agree with you. Um, I want, I kind of also just want, like, Clone Wars from the Confederate perspective. Yeah, which we got a couple episodes that were very cool that did that. Um, Especially, like, the Padme stuff where she had her, her, like, senator friends that had defected and yeah. she was like why are you doing this and she's they're like well look at all the problems with the republic and it was very much like oh crap like not everyone's hey, just you're like not wrong yeah um plus like i don't know the fact that the republic was like here's a bunch of uh human lives that we've created just yeah. to be slaughtered and the, the cis it's was bad. like cis was just like oh we made robots like it's cool they're robots. Oh, I mean, robots are also people. Droids are also people. There's a moment in a clone. We're just going to keep talking about Clone Wars today. There's a moment in a Clone Wars Mandalorian episode, I think, where um, Ahsoka is with Bontari. I don't remember the kid first, his first name. Uh, and he's like tried to join Death Watch, I think. And they go to a Mandalorian encampment and this Mandalorian fighter just like shoots one of the droids that's in their camp and the droid collapses and is like, why? And it's like devastating. Like this is a dude that he just shot like for no reason other than right. the fact that, oh, it's a droid and not a person. But I like, would say like, oh, that's sad, except we see 3PO get blasted multiple times and I repaired. Know, so it's like, like, do they lose anything when they get shot other than... I would love to know this, Tim. I would yeah. love to have an answer for you, and I don't. Sure doesn't seem... Does it... Does does R2... Is R2... Debilitated in some way because he gets fried in, in Luke's cockpit in New Sure Hope. doesn't seem like it. Presumably not. But I don't know. Like, I would... It's I would love to he, know that. That was actually the moment he lost his jet... Like, That's when he lost the jet packs. He could have used them all the way too. up. I'm glad you said it. He was. He could use them all the way up to that point. He just chose not to. But then yeah. when he gets fried, now he can no longer now use his can't. jet packs. Yeah. Uh poor R two. Yeah. Wait that that puts a different. That's an interesting spin on like disability for droids in the Star Wars universe that I don't think I'm equipped to talk about. No. It's not really the same. Just like the fact that you can shoot a droid and it can quote die. But I mean, it doesn't like, really die. But it's shaken by that. I mean, this is the Jabba has only droids torturing droids. Only because it's programmed to by some sadistic. Imagine Apparently. if okay the 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 imagine if there's a scene for the the droid tortured uh, before the toy torture scene that we don't see where they first have to rewrite programming so that the so droids that feel pain. pain. Oh, there's, that's there's brutal. Like a, there's a there's a droid waiting room. Where they rewrite programming so that the... Does it hurt L3 when the Millennium Falcon loses its satellite dish? No. I don't I think guess not. L3 as we know her 
exists is like in embodying the falcon. The, right. the falcon in the same way I don't that think it would embody the shape that she was in before. It's more like Vision being comprised yes. of both Jarvis and Ultron than it is okay. uh, like so vision is not the same as Jarvis. They're part of the same thing rather They're, than yeah. the ship isn't L3. Right. She's just part of she's the navigational computer. Right, 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 basically. right. Basically. Poor L3. I still will never get over. That is such a heartbreaking loss. Yeah. She's a robot. Yeah, I don't she's know. more than a robot, Tim. <laughs> she's a robot. Robot. I don't know. I guess. I don't know. It's hard. Uh, it's complicated. Yeah. I, the droid. I want a droid. I want I want droid centric stories in Star Wars. Yeah, I'd be down for more of that. That seems good. But it seems like everyone is even droids kind of yeah. default to their program. If the battle droids, if the Confederacy, if this, if the Confederate separatist, sorry, we keep saying Confederate because they're the Confederacy of systems. If if the separatist droids were like Geth, they'd be way scarier. Oh, yeah. Smarter together. Like you get one battle droid. You know how idiotic and like silly a battle droid is. But then you get like an army of battle droids and they're like competent. That's terrifying. And smarter is a, a weird word. I mean, don't get me started yeah, talking about Mass right. Effect, but the whole part, the whole point of Legion as a that's true as a character is he's becoming individual. He's an individual comprised of thousands. No, it's kind of the other way around where he was. He starts out as all of like a bunch of Geth. And then that unit Legion becomes more and more individual as the game goes on. That's why he wears part of Shepard's armor. That's Got why he's, he's becoming get... more of a. I'm still pretty early in three, which I okay. think is when he's. So I don't know if I if I've like gotten far enough into his in his story. But like, I know when we first meet him, he explains that he's made up of. Right. Like because that's him. That's him explaining the hive mind, mind of the bigger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Sorry, Mass Effect. That's guys. Mass Effect. So yeah, this is the Mass Effect section. Anyway, Mass now Effect that we're talking minute. about Mass Effect, uh, I think it's a good point to to wrap up. Wrap I think up so. Show. I don't have anything else for this one. Um, but yeah, it's always good talking Star Wars with you. I hope. Thank you guys for joining in our talk about Star Wars. Yeah, right. I was here before we started. Like, I don't know where to talk about, and we went yeah. for an hour fifteen. Yeah. So. Uh, so if you guys would like to talk about Star Wars with us, uh, yeah. why don't you head over to DuelingGenre.com, join the Dueling Genre Discord. Uh, we're on there, uh, near public archives. You can, uh, join any of the, uh, other, uh, great shows on the dealing genre network. Uh, I know doctor's companions been, uh, doctor's companions back because doctor who is back. Exactly. And it's been very good. Please check that out. That's Scott Corelli, Nick Jimenez and Cassandra Fredrickson. I love all three of them and they are very good at what they do. Exactly. So please check out, please check out that show now that it's running again. It's so good. Yeah, um, you got your True, True Believers podcast. You got all sorts of um, ideal remake um, is is interesting as well. Uh, yeah, uh, theme park. This also very yeah. fun. Uh, future guest of the show Brian Green for unspecified episode in the future is going to be a very good time. Uh, that show is also really fun. I got to be on there to talk about a Avatar: The Last Airbender theme park and uh pitch like ideas for what that would look like and it was a lot of fun so yeah we shouldn't uh just not to get anyone hopes up there is no avatar less airbender theme park there isn't no so yeah so theme park this theme park this is about building theme parks based on franchises and other things that that we are interested in, or also uh rebuilding parks that do exist already with like new ideas yeah which is very cool i love that idea it's a good it's a good show uh, we came up, it, it, it manifested during a recording for Scott Pilgrim Minute, which is also available on the Dueling Genre uh, Patreon feed. So if you support the Patreon for, I think it's $3 a month, it might be $5 a month, I think you get access to all of that show. That was very, very fun. It took us like two years to go through every minute of that show, but it was a great time. Yeah, and on top of that, uh, Dueling Genre Tonight, which is a weekly kind of tonight show uh talk show that talks about yeah. the pop culture which is very fun and all the dueling genre hosts participate not all at mm -hmm. once but um you know different rotating yeah, panel different one of us uh yeah. all the time and then uh dueling genre versus which is currently that's november so they're currently doing um 
Miyazaki movies. And then on yes. alternating Saturdays, they're doing uh, episodes of Daredevil season one right now, which I think the first episode just dropped. And that was just me and Chris talking about the first two episodes of the show. And that show's great. It rules. Uh, we spent two and a half hours talking about two episodes. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's a good time. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, once again, we are always on uh, Twitter at uh, New Republic Archives. And uh, our archives and pod. Our, I'm sorry. Right? And our archives pod. And then on Instagram at New Republic Archives. Um, so, hit us up on there. Uh, give us good reviews on whatever wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and until then, we'll see you in two weeks to talk about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, so until that time, if you haven't seen it, please go watch it's it. It's all on YouTube. Uh, you can watch it all on YouTube. Um, so yeah, you can watch it. November 17th is life day. Make it a tradition. Yeah. Um, but until next time, remember if it's not in the archives, it doesn't exist. Tim, no stop recording yet. I have a I have a thing to pitch to you. Nope, it's done. I've already uh, have you stopped. already stopped? No, Damn. I didn't stop. Uh, uh, real quick, it's funny. We alternate our our openings all the time, but uh-huh. I always say if it's not in the archives, and you always say it doesn't I exist. always say it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. We don't, I, we don't I appreciate that. that's. I appreciate that's the way that goes. Um, you have you you've heard of "Till Death Do Us Blart," right? Uh, it's about Paul, Paul Blart. Blart. It's the Paul Blart, Blart Mall Cop 2 rewatch show that has one episode every year, but every year they rewatch Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. I've not I, heard of that. Uh, I talked about us watching the the holiday special on a different podcast on the pod on the Infant City's Baseball, which is the uh-huh. baseball podcast I do. Uh, yeah, the your, your mistress podcast. My mistress, I guess one I'm of your, many. I, I am your mistress podcast, right? Because you, you do the baseball one every week. Uh, and my co-host Feather pitched every day is life day, where every November 17th we get together to watch the holiday special and discuss the holiday special. I don't hate and that. I mean, I watch it every year anyway. I kind of, I kind of love it. I kind I of love it. Thoroughly enjoy the holiday special. Like it's, I was talking about it because so so my co-host Feather had asked, like, would you recommend people watch the holiday special? And I was like, um Well, I'm gonna watch it again. And yeah. I don't know if that's like a good answer. Uh, my answer is no. I do not go around and be like, oh my god, you no, haven't seen the holiday special. You gotta go watch no Holy so shit. my my answer, my answer, my real answer was like, if you can, if you have that degree of separation of like Star Wars can be bad and I like that it can be bad, then yeah, go watch the holiday special. But like watch it with other people, like don't watch it as like, oh, this is going to be critical cinema. Right. Like you got to just suspend your disbelief and allow it to be bad. And it was a delight. I had so much fun watching it with you. I'm very excited for people to hear this episode in two weeks. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's Kevin as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Be yeah, great. there's so many. Yeah, I I enjoy it every time I watch it. There's so many goofy, silly stuff, and I always try Tim, to. We can talk. I've had, we'll talk more about it uh, yeah. in two weeks. But yeah. I always try to cast like who would. Didn't we talk about who would cast? We'll who talk about cast? it. We'll yeah, talk yeah. about it on the show because yeah. we did talk about this while we were watching, and I think you had some very good pitches. Yeah. Um. All right. I think yeah. we hit stop now. Okay. But I want I wanted every day is life day, Tim. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. This should go on at at the end of next week's. Yeah, show. I might just cut it for next week. Yeah, just leave it on next week, but I'll save it separately. And I've got oh. time.is up whenever you want to go. Oh, perfect. Yeah, let me let me do that. My foot's asleep. Oh, I'm gonna...
Here we go. Time dot is 8.13.27. The clock's five seconds behind. Jeez. Okay, ready when you are. Do okay. 45? Okay. Should make sure I'm recording. I am recording. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, who talks first? I always who forget. Who talks first? I don't remember. Yeah, I have no idea. Let me... Pull up my Spotify real quick. That's exactly what I was thinking. I think I it's me. Think... You talk first. Hang on. Let's check. I don't know if that's true, but I have a feeling. Oh. Audio is wrong. Actually, no. We'll see. I'm getting through. Yeah, it's you. Okay. I talked Because I did it for Norman. Yeah, so it's you this time. Okay. Okay. Weird. Um, Tim, do you just intro all the banter episodes? I just intro all the deep dives until we do another double? I, that's what basically happens. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I didn't like... It's taken... Eight months for me to put that together, I guess. But we've done a couple doubles, so it's we have done a couple swap, doubles. It's swapped back and forth. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll do that until until we do, we do another double. I another guess another double. Um. You talk first. Yeah, I'll talk first. All right. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. I'm Gary Roby. Uh oh. You froze. Well, you froze too. Oh, no. Hang on. Let me check the internet real quick. Maybe that's... Uh... Yeah, I don't know if that was you or me. If it's you were bad, like, I'll... welcome. And then you paused. And I was like, uh, Tim. Let me test my internet real quick just to see if there's... If it's... Yeah. If it's good or if that was just a hiccup. Going pretty quick. Hang on. It might be me. Yeah, you do it too. Speedtest.net. Yeah. I hit go and it says connecting and nothing is happening. That's that's mine too. Okay. At least it has the AT&T internet thing though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as finding optimal server. Yeah. I guess I should turn off my cell phone too. I'm the only person home right now, so mine should be good. Yeah, but it's not just like other people on the bandwidth that causes issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Oh, my download speed's good. Mine is two. Who's got Ooh, the higher really one? really good tonight. Uh, yeah, my internet's fine. Yeah, download four seventy nine point six four. Damn. Upload looks equivalent, actually. Damn, you have better internet than I do. I have very, we have very good internet here. Awesome. I don't know how much we're paying. Four ninety two eighteen for upload. Mine is very good. Yeah, yeah okay. At, I guess it's just a hiccup. Yeah, my mom at two fifty seven one sixty eight. Nice. Um, okay. All right. We do you want? Let's just run that intro again. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just do it again.